Welcome to episode 38 of the Mayberry Devotional entitled, Oh Yeah? In today's episode, I'm going to look at episode 3 of season 2 of the Andy Griffith Show, Andy and the Woman Speeder, and I'll use scripture from 2 Kings chapter 17, verse 14. The episode starts off with Andy, Floyd, and Opie coming back to the squad car after fishing, and they're comparing their catches. Barney follows slowly behind them after wandering off to a secret fishing hole and returns with no fish, but a nice-sized frog and, well, some nice-sized jeers from Andy and Floyd. A car speeds by the fishermen, doing about 70, according to Barney, and they end up catching up with the car a piece down the road, and they find out it's driven by Elizabeth Crowley from Washington, D.C. Andy writes her a ticket, and she tries to talk her way out of it, but when she fails, she accuses them of running a speed trap. She takes her case to the Justice of the Peace, only to find out that, well, Andy's the Justice of the Peace. Miss Crowley and Andy go back and forth with each other, and eventually her fine gets up to $60, but she refuses to pay it, and she requests a hearing in mayor's court, which we find out isn't until the next day. Andy and Barney then find out that keeping a female prisoner is much different than keeping a male prisoner. They get locked out of the courthouse while Aunt B's trying to tend to her. There's woman's clothes hanging all over the courthouse, and then Barney ends up getting a list of the things that Miss Crowley needs from the store. While Andy and Miss Crowley are alone, they talk about the things that have happened, and they come to an agreement to end everything, and she'll end up paying the fine. But then they disagree on which fine she should have to pay, sending her back into her cell. When Barney returns, Andy makes it known that Floyd will have to testify at mayor's court, and he lets Barney know that he will have to also. Miss Crowley then starts to charm Barney, hoping to influence his testimony. She comments how Barney looks more like the sheriff because of his uniform, calls him handsome, strong, builds up his ego about being a police officer, and even compares Barney to Frank Sinatra. Later, we see Floyd stop by the courthouse while Aunt B is fixing Miss Crowley's hair, and she starts turning on the charm toward Floyd. She starts talking about his profession as a barber, even talks Floyd into combing out her hair. The next day, when the mayor is presiding over the case, we see that Floyd is called as the first witness, and Miss Crowley starts to question him. As she questions him, she starts playing with her hair, which causes Floyd to change his testimony and, and not give up everything that he saw. Barney comes as the next witness, and Andy's determined that he's going to question Barney first. When Barney starts giving his testimony, he gets a little flustered when he looks over and sees Miss Crowley smiling at him. With a couple more smiles from Miss Crowley, Barney's testimony is all but done, and he can provide no good information to convict her. Andy then calls on a surefire witness, one that he knows will cinch the case, Opie Taylor. When Opie takes the stand, Andy notices that he's holding a baseball, and he questions him about it. Turns out it's a baseball autographed by the New York Yankees, and it was given to him by none other than Elizabeth Crowley. And Andy realizes at this point that he's been beat by the woman speeder. Mayor Pike then finds in favor of Miss Crowley, and, well, she's free to go. As everyone is congratulating Miss Crowley, Andy confronts her, and he tells her how that she just made a mockery of justice system in Mayberry. We see Barney helping to pack her belongings up in the car, and you can tell there's an uneasy feeling between Barney and Andy as Andy comes outside. But Miss Crowley has a plan. She speeds off out of town, and Andy and Barney start a pursuit of her. Again. This time when she's pulled over, Miss Crowley admits that she knows that she was speeding, and she wants to pay the penalty. Andy then informs her that the fine is $10. 
she pays the $10 and then she pays an extra $25 to make up for the last case. Now when she leaves Mayberry, we see that she does it much slower and with an invitation to return. The epilogue ends with Barney thinking about the, what Miss Crowley said about him, about how that he reminded her of Frank Sinatra, and he starts to mimic old Blue Eyes himself. And he sits there and he leads Barney on like he recognizes him right off, only to get up and walk out on Barney, leaving him agitated. The illustration I want to use from this episode deals with stubbornness. And we can see stubbornness with Andy and Miss Crowley. After Miss Crowley gets her speeding ticket, she's brought up before the Justice of the Peace, Andy, and she becomes quite insolent to the point of basically accusing Andy of running a fixed jail system. Since Andy is the judge and the arresting officer, she points out that he probably doesn't lose too many cases. When Miss Crowley accuses him more, Andy keeps on adding fines until the fine gets to be, let's see, it was um, 30 and uh, 10 and 10 and 10. Yeah, 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 60. Okay, that's what it was. Yeah. Uh, so then Andy decides that he's going to lower the fine to $25, but stubbornness again causes her not to want to pay the fine, and she wants to have her day in mayor's court. Because of her stubbornness, we see that Andy becomes just as stubborn, and he locks her up. The next day, when Andy gets a minute alone with Miss Crowley, they work out a deal where she'll pay the original fine, but again, they argue what the original fine would be, and both of them become stubborn again. The scripture I want to look at comes from 2 Kings chapter 17, verse 14. This is from the English Standard Version. It says, But they would not listen, but were stubborn as their fathers had been, who did not believe in the Lord their God. Now, if you have a study Bible of any kind, you'll see that this chapter deals with King Hoshea of Israel and the ultimate fall of Israel. Now, just for a quick Bible Old Testament reminder, this is the northern kingdom of Israel and what we refer to as the divided kingdoms. The southern kingdom was Judah, and it was still with us, well, you know, for a little bit longer. Now, what this verse is saying is that the people of Israel, including their leaders, were stubborn, just like their ancestors, and they would not worship God. You see, the northern and southern kingdoms both had a tendency to worship idols instead of the one true God. However, in the southern kingdom of Judah, there were some good kings that would turn away from idols and worship God, but it never really lasted that long. The northern kingdom didn't have any good kings, and they were plagued with bad decisions all around. So because they did not worship God like they were supposed to and they turned to idols, God let the Assyrians come in and essentially wipe them out. It was because of their stubbornness, because they refused to turn back to God. Now, I know what some of you are thinking. When you heard the devotional was going to be on stubbornness, your first thought was, he's going to be speaking about my spouse. You know, I think men will say that women are more stubborn and women will say that men are more stubborn, but I would dare to say it's probably just a, a close time. In my own case, I think my wife would say that I'm not stubborn at all. Of course, it might be after I give her a double dose of Colonel Harvey's Indian Elixir, followed by some of the Morrison sisters' preserves and all that's going on during National Potato Week. So I think that most of us would say we're at least a little bit stubborn. After all, when we're told we can't do something one way, who of us hasn't said, oh yeah, watch me? I'll admit, you tell me something can't be done, and I'll spend two days proving to you that you're right. It can't be done. Elizabeth Crowley was told that she had to pay $60 and then had it lowered to 25 but her stubbornness wouldn't let her do it. Andy was told that she would pay the bill if he'd lower it back down to the original 10 but his stubbornness wouldn't let that happen either. 
The Israelites were told to worship and follow God, like their forefathers, like Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob had done. But they turned to idols too many times, and because they did, they perished. Now, hopefully our stubbornness won't land us in jail, or or worse, get us killed. But I'm sure we all know someone who, you never know, it just might to them. So when we come to the point that we're thinking, oh yeah, just take some time and try to remember this example. I'd like to tell you that I'm going to do exactly that, but I think what I'll leave you with is this. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Mayberry Devotional. If you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast, leave me a rating or a comment. I'd appreciate it. I hope you'll join me next week as we'll look at episode four of season two, Maybray Goes Bankrupt. And until then, thanks for listening.